It's the DC Tweet Team Podcast. I'm Jonathan Osmond, of course, joined by Maurice Hawkins. And, I mean, it's not like there's anything to talk about this week. You've only got uh, the commanders having to play for their playoff lives once again for the, I don't know, feels like millionth year in a row that this is this happened. Uh, let's see. Uh, oh, they've announced a, a new mascot for the team, uh, for those that care about such things. And the old uh, players who have the same name are threatening to sue the team for stealing their likeness. And let's see what else. Oh, yeah. Two weeks to go in the end of the year, and we have ourselves another quarterback controversy. Seemingly like every other quarterback controversy that's been in Washington. This time, Carson Wentz is back at quarterback, and uh, Heineke Hive is not too pleased. So <laughs> we'll talk about it. <laughs> All tonight. So let's get started, Maurice. Yes, sir. So once again, the commanders face themselves with a do or die situation. They have to win the next two games because unfortunately over the last two, last three games, let's be honest, the last three games, they haven't got it done. And now they've gone to Carson Wentz at quarterback over Taylor Heineke, uh, the living legend. So <laughs> what was your reaction and and kind of your thoughts on Heineke Hive putting being uh, back on the bench? Well, I think I said the last time we got together for the podcast and um, season's greetings for all those uh, DC Tweet Team podcast listeners, by the way that Taylor Heineke was a rental quarterback, right? And he had a short leash. And as long as he was winning games and doing well, uh, Coach Rivera was going to stick with him. But the minute, you know, he became the point of a diminishing return, and we saw that the past three weeks, Washington's 0-2-1, you know, no wins, two losses, and a tie. Um, you know, Coach Rivera is doing what any NFL head coach should do is go with the hot hand and that hot hand now is being Carson Wentz. And remember the reason why Carson Wentz was signed in the first place was because Taylor Heineke wasn't able to get it done last year. And the last time we met, I made the comparison that we're in the same situation in 2022 that we were in 2021, where we went into the month of December controlling our own destiny and after a series of losses uh, with Heineke at the helm, with the exception of the Philly game when he was out with COVID, um, we didn't close the deal. We didn't make the playoffs. And the rest is history. So we're in the same situation right now. We came to the month of December, controlling our own destiny. Heineke has not closed the deal. And Coach Rivera is saying, hey, I've, had this, I've seen this show before. I'm changing the channel. And now I'm handing over the keys to Carson Wentz with two games left. Washington controls their own destiny, win two games, and they're in. And it's just that simple. So I, I you know, well, I, I, it's not I, quite that simple, is it? I mean, let's be honest. Like Washington, what it was that simple for Washington? Had they won last week, which it's going to be a tall order, but you know. Mm-hmm. But you also had the week before where if they had definitely beaten the Giants mm-hmm. and not split one game and lost to the other. Right. That was their opportunity to get in because yeah. this week, in order for the commanders to clinch this week, they have to win against the Browns 
the Lions, who are playing the Bears, need to lose. Uh, the Seahawks need to lose. And the Packers need to lose. Now, the chips have been falling the commander's way right. <laughs> on all of these on all these games lately mm-hmm. um, because nobody has been able to make any ground while the commanders have also not been able to make any ground. Right. But my goodness, I mean, um, I felt like that this move to to Carson was probably two weeks too late. Right. And I get that you probably don't want to put him on the road. You start him. At that at that field up there in in MetLife and just mm-hmm. everything that's, that's happened up there, but I mean, we kind of had been seeing that the wheels on the Taylor Heineke bus had been starting to come off for a while now, and the magic. I mean, how many of these plays that he have were, you know, they were spectacular catches. But I mean, my gosh, it was only because that the, um. You know the receivers were having to fight against the defenders to get the ball, and they were like turnover-worthy plays. They just weren't turnovers, right? Uh, and then finally, he had the game that he had, where you know it all the everything fell apart. So, you know, I think that um, yeah, it's a little too late now. It's do or die, and unfortunately, the Commanders are in a are in a very during the same situation, if you think about it, Carson Wentz was in last year. Yeah. All they had to do was go and beat the Jacksonville Jaguars, who were not very good, who had just fired their coach. Right. And to go to the playoffs, and Carson had one of his worst games. And now he's he has the opportunity to rewrite everything that everyone has said about him over the last year mm-hmm. um, by going out and performing admirably against the um uh against the Browns but against our off you know behind our offensive line which is not good mm-hmm. and um and with a secondary that seemingly uh has found whatever cold that's keeping them off the field right now yeah well i you know kind of going back to the point about you know we maybe too little too late with Heineke, we should have replaced him. Replaced him a couple of weeks ago. Uh, I think Heineke Hive would have had a massive meltdown on. Who Twitter. cares? Who I cares mean, about I, Twitter? I don't, I don't think anybody cares about Twitter. But I, but I think that you know, I, here's the thing about Heineke, right? I think he's earned a lot of loyalty from the team. You know, uh, he definitely was was a serviceable backup during that period of time. You know, he kept. You know, he steered the ship. But, you know, I think the thing on Heineke is that he reaches a point of a diminishing return, right? You know, he's going to get win you some games. He knows the offense, but there's going to come a point in the season where he's just not going to get you over the hump, right? He's, I mean, he's, he's not a starting quarterback. He's, he's, yeah, like, we know that. Said, like, yeah. and everybody has said that. And yeah. I think that's the hardest part for, mm. for those of us who have been saying, like, this is nice, but he's not a starting quarterback. And everybody mm. comes back to us and be like, you guys are just haters. Like, there's a reason why everyone in the league who has, you know, he's been on like a, a number of teams and mm-hmm. he's had these opportunities and he's done great. Uh, he's done fantastic here in Washington. Yeah. But there's a reason why that everybody was, you know, he was an undrafted guy and he's mm-hmm. an XFL guy mm-hmm. and he didn't even play for the Battlehawks. Yeah. <laughs> like, 
<laughs> let's let's get that legend M- might right. I, might I had that's a much much better name than Commanders, by the way. Battlehawks. I totally, seriously. I How did to- the XFL? Yeah. Do a better job. Yeah. At naming their teams than the Washington Commanders. The Left wa- hand up though. The wa- the Washington Battlehawks would have been so hard. <laughs> that would have that would have been awesome. Like I'll do anything. Yeah, yeah. Left hand up. Left hand uh, up. <laughs> Who are we? The Battlehawks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or could it be? Yeah. But yeah. I don't know. Um, yeah, I mean, it's tall order. It's tall order. Yeah. I hope that they can do it. I hope that that um, that everyone rises to the occasion. Because mm. let's be honest with ourselves at the situation here. I think a few weeks ago you had asked, or maybe it was um, one of our guests, like, if this was at the time, if that was like the biggest game of Ron Rivera's career or you're watching it, then I think I said no. But this is the biggest game for Rivera. Yeah. This is the biggest game for probably Del Rio and everybody on the staff. Mm-hmm. The biggest game for Carson Wentz, for yeah. sure. Um, John Kime of ESPN came out today with a report that said, like, if he does well in the next two weeks, they're going to extend him. Right. And and try to restructure his deal. Yeah. So, I mean, huge opportunities all the way around mm-hmm. if the team can pull it off. Well, I think right now this is, like you said, this is that moment of truth for Coach Rivera. Like this is year three. You know, the playoff is in, is in your hands. Like you're, you know, even though we have not played well the past couple of weeks, you know, um, the San Francisco game was a debacle of biblical proportions. I won't go into that. But that was to be expected. But even with all of the bad things that happened, it's right in front of you, right? If you would have asked us earlier in the season when we were one in four after that that shellacking that the Cowboys gave us um, at AT AT&T Stadium, that Washington in the last two games of the season would have to would we just have to win out and make the playoffs, we would have looked at you like you're crazy. But that's exactly where we're at with these last two games. And really, I feel very confident that we'll beat the Browns. Uh, I think there's a formula to beat the Browns. Okay. I feel I'm just going to, hey, I got to have confidence. If, if you don't believe you can win, you don't need to be a fan. You shouldn't be in this game. So I believe that we'll win that game. I think the bigger issue was going to be the the Philly versus Saints game because if Philadelphia beats the Saints – and they win the NFC East, and they secure home field advantage throughout the playoffs, Dallas has nothing to play for that last game of the season. Okay? They will want to rest their starters and get ready for the playoffs. And if Washington is playing second and third string Cowboys in that game after beating the the Cleveland Browns, that's a really – puts them in a really solid position to – get that playoff spot. And who was the quarterback that Washington lost to when they played the Cowboys earlier in the year? Cooper Rush. And Cooper Rush is the starting quarterback? Back back quarterback. Okay, okay. Yeah. And was Zeke on the field on that one? I think Zeke was on the field. Okay, okay. And so they had all their players playing. Yeah. So I, I guess what I'm saying is like I hear I've heard that before. Like yeah. oh, all they have to do is go out and beat a bunch of people that have nothing to play for. Yeah. I seem to remember a New York Giants photo with them sitting on a boat after they had beat the then Redskins <laughs> uh, <laughs> who the 
Giants had nothing to play for. Right. The Commanders, Redskins had everything to play for. Right. And they got destroyed mm-hmm. under Jay Gruden's, I think it was what, 2017? 2016. I was right. at I was actually at that Giants game in, in shock and disbelief. I had great seats though. I had great oh, seats. Good. But, see, uh, see it, see yeah. it up close. Yeah. yeah, I mean that's the thing is like I get this is a different team that's a different, mm-hmm. different coach, different everything, and mm-hmm. I think Rivera is definitely a better mm-hmm. coach in that sense. Yeah, but um, you know I think that there is still whenever you say they have nothing, like we saw the Eagles when the command when the Redskins commander, or I guess every football team at the time, yeah. when when they won the NFC East, the Eagles literally had nothing to play for. Yeah. Uh they put drotted out their third string quarterback. Their coach got fired. Yeah. But up until that point, it was a pretty tenuous game. Yeah, it was. And and so I mean, there is nothing to say that Mike McCarthy is going to let um Daniel Snyder and Ron Rivera off the hook just because he's a good guy or trying to help out a fellow NFC East team. Like I, I just, I don't buy it. Right. Um, this isn't like the Colts a few years ago where they would run away with the division mm-hmm. and then they would rest their starters um, because you just never know what you're going to get on the other side. So right. I, I just, I hope that that's the case. Um, I mean, this. I mean, this is me being very bullish, Pollyanna. You know, you know, just super fan. Please, God, please, let's let's make this happen. You know, just so we can. Well, play. we said that about like the the Giants, right? Yeah, like yeah. the commander should beat the Giants. The Giants yeah. are not very good. They're the yeah. they're the worst team with the best record yeah. all the way up until that point, right? Like, yeah, we had had all those things. Yeah. Um, that was the narrative, and then we tied. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. Then, and then but we why did we tie? But, then, but, but why did we tie? Why did we tie? Why did we tie? Because we couldn't win. Well, no, we no, couldn't no, win. No, drill down, drill down, drill down. It wasn't because we couldn't win. It's because Heineke couldn't make the play. Because we couldn't win. Right. That that's the that's the end result of that game, right? right. Like mm-hmm. you the the tie was the smartest move. Yeah. Because it meant that they couldn't because they like they they didn't have the talent on the field to win. Well, well they, the tie, they the had t- enough talent to not lose. Yeah, the tie I, and the tie end up being the saving grace because it's because of that tie. While we're in the position we're in right now after losing, yeah, um, we would be with. Well, game. I mean, I guess what right now the the um, the Seahawks, the Lions, and the Packers are all seven and eight, right? So we yeah. would be we we're just a half game ahead of them thanks yeah. to that. Um, yeah. like we're just hanging on by the skin of our teeth, but you know, the, the, the reality of this is that, um, <laughs> I hate to say it, but there is a distinct possibility. Like I, I always say like the commanders, unfortunately, since like, eh, with the exception of like 2012 and I went, I guess 2017 and, and maybe a couple of the Joe Gibbs years that the commanders have been aggressively mediocre. Yeah. Um, and what they've worked for. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, the fact they have a tie now, I, part of me is like, they're going to find a way to go eight, eight and one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Cause there's, there's yeah. so, they're so mediocre. Yeah. Um, you know, it's like, I just, I hope that that's not the case, but my goodness. So let me ask you this. 
from your standpoint, let's say everything goes wrong and we end up. Um, I hope not. You know, I, hope I don't want to be sitting there. I don't yeah. want to be sitting there next Sunday with me and my group of like literally it'll be me and two other people, right? Just going like, what are we watch? What are we doing? Yeah, I'm at least glad that we're. It'll be January first, twenty three, and we'll actually we're actually legit have something to play for. That is right. something special, right? Well, I think it. I mean, we do have we we legit do have something to play for, and I think the thing about it is, is that you know if we win this Sunday, then that that puts us in a really strong position to get in the playoffs, right? Playoffs. It's just it's just, yeah, playoffs. It gets to the, I mean, and I and I think that for I think for this team, you know, just for the fan base to feel like there's progress, we need to make the playoffs. Because again, if we don't make the playoffs, then it's a repeat performance of last year. It's two consecutive years if we don't make the playoffs, and then you really got to start questioning, you know, the 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 Rivera regime. Rivera um, era. Rivera era. Rivera regime. <laughs> Well, um, I think the new owner is going to be questioning the, the Rivera oh, yeah. era, right? Like, and yeah, that's yeah. why I say that. So I think it's so important because yeah. the reality is, is that new person is going to come in. Now, are they going to start chopping heads right away? Probably not. Yeah. Um, but if you if you are looking at this and you go, man, three three seasons in a row, they are aggressively mediocre. Yeah. One season it went well mm-hmm. because of COVID. Next mm-hmm. season didn't go well because of COVID. Mm-hmm. The following season didn't it either did or it either will or will not go well. Right. Um, you know, like who what is the what's the common factor here? Mm-hmm. Is it they, they don't have they every year they try out a new quarterback. Yeah. Every year Taylor Heineke's there at the very end. Yeah. But there's one uh there's one commonality and yeah. that's and it's easy to get rid of the coach more than it is to get rid of anybody else. So yeah. I I feel like that um I I feel like that as much as everybody likes to to go after Rivera, I think he's done a great job here. And I, I think he deserves um as you know, he's done given all that we know that go that's been going on behind the scenes mm-hmm. of what it is thanks to congressional testimony and <laughs> everything else that's gone on. Like Rivera's done a great job. Right. And I think that um, it given all those crazy off the field things that they don't win on, um, I think he would be in a great position to move forward, but that means he has to be able to win this week. He has to win next week. And I think he probably also has to win one of these playoff games. He has to go up to to Minnesota if it looks like we're going to be seated against the Vikings. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, and he's going to have to go beat them. Well, I mean, if we're, I mean, we're going to be the seventh seed, so right now it's looking like it would be Minnesota at the two seed. So um, yeah, and, and and I mean, and that would be massive. Yeah, I mean, it'd be massive because they're. Yeah. they're Offense is great. Their defense is great. Mm-hmm. They, uh, we could have beat them earlier in the year if we had just had a little bit more defense, had a little bit more offense. Mm-hmm. We just didn't have enough of it. You know, that was like the one of those games where you just go like, oh, like it would have been so good to put yeah. that one away. Yeah, and that's where you just the talent deficiency of quarterback showed up. Yeah. So I mean, I think the thing about it is, is that 
either way, whether we make the playoffs or not, we have to address the quarterback position. Um, so what I, happens if if Rivera says, you know what, he's done a good job for us. We're going to extend Carson Wentz another few years. Really, though? And that's that's what John Kime, uh, ESPN, that's what he wrote today. That that's the that's the thinking amongst the uh, amongst the coaches is that you know he's done a good job and uh, he didn't get a chance to show us what he had because of injury um, and our offensive line not being great. But if he were to go out and and uh, perform. Uh, he would have the opportunity to uh, get an extension. Interesting, John. You seem unimpressed by this. Well, I feel like, you know, maybe my standards are just unrealistic, right? Or maybe it's not standards are unrealistic. More is it that my frustration is so profound because I'm kind of, sick and tired of, of aggressively mediocre. You know, I, I watch football, not only the Washington commanders, but I watch other NFL teams Yeah, and I look at the teams that are good. Right. And they have stability at quarterback. I mean, I think the, the exception of like San Francisco and I don't know what kind of witch's brew Kyle Shanahan has going on up there uh, because he has not had like an amazing quarterback in several years, but that team is always in the thick of things. Um, the exception of San Francisco, you know, all the other teams, they're doing pretty well at quarterback. You know, Philadelphia, Minnesota, Cincinnati, Kansas City, Buffalo. There's only um, so few quarterbacks that are out there that are good. Yeah, that's Like, true. you're either going to pay, like, the Ramstead. Mm-hmm. And, my God, how did that turn around that they lose Matt Stafford? They yeah. go get Baker Mayfield on the cheap, and everybody was like, Baker's a bust. And then yeah. Baker goes out there and starts winning games, even though he's headbutting his teammates when they come out the field without a helmet on. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you know, I think that it, how much of it is system, how much of it is QB, but there's so few guys out there um, that it just, uh, you have to, you have to come up with something, right? And so a guy yeah. like Wentz, who only played six games this whole season mm-hmm. is, uh, is getting paid. Um, twenty six point seven million dollars mm-hmm. next year. Um, you know he could be extended. Well, I think that Wentz, if there's any player that really needs to perform this Sunday, in particular, and the next two games more broadly, is Wentz because this is because again, if he doesn't close the deal and we don't make the playoffs, then I think you know he, he becomes a journeyman quarterback. Um. You know, at that point, like I feel, or like- maybe they maybe they extend him and lower him. Maybe they say, "Look, nobody's going to pick your stuff up for mm-hmm. twenty six million. Maybe, yeah. maybe they say, maybe they work out a deal. Or like I, I foresee that there's more circumstances that he's on this team next next year than there's not. Well, um, do you think of the situation that they can restructure his deal and then we can get some pieces on the offensive line? You know, and you got to get the offensive line fixed and you yeah. got to figure out what you do with Deron Payne. And then you got other stuff out there that you got to yeah. figure out, like Cam yeah. Curl's deal. Mm-hmm. You got to, you know, you've got other pieces that are going to come due. Yeah. Uh, Montez Sweat's deal. Um, mm-hmm. I think he's he's getting ready to get, you know, get up there. Um, yeah, he's the, he's the following year, right? I, I think. All right. So he'll be next year. Yeah. But I mean, those are kind of those things where you got to kind of plan. Like, are you going to, 
you you've you've shown what happens when you have very little cap space. You've got to go yeah. get rent a lineman, yeah. and they're bad. And that that offensive line has been has been the weakest part aside from the quarterback. The offensive line has been just dreadful. Well, I and would, so I, yeah, I would say for quarterback, I think you know, I think you got to look at it in, in segments, right? So I think that those first five games you know the quarterback play was not good um and then it got better when Heineke came in and then Heineke well I think it got better too because you had Brian Robinson yeah you know you had you had the switchblade um Curtis Samuel on the field like Mm -hmm. so many pieces came together and then all all of a sudden hey Remember that defense got better because Cam Curl was there, mm-hmm. right? And then mm-hmm. you had, and you got rid of William Jackson the third. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's like I think there's a lot of things. I mean, you saw like give him credit against the Niners. Now, granted, they he came in way too late, but I mean, he he put together a little bit of offense there. He he got hit around a bunch, but yeah. I didn't see any of our linemen tackle him, so that's good. Yeah, and I, I didn't mean, see any balls go flying over his head like it like they he, did with he Heineke. Had, he had two scoring drives, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I mean that's I mean to me that could be like you know like that the 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 um what do they call the foreshadowing of what he can do. And and I think that the no, other granted, thing, maybe they were just like we don't who care. knows, maybe yeah, garbage time, you know, they're like, Oh, it's garbage time stuff. <laughs> garbage scoring time, is yeah. scoring, right? I mean Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, we we'll, we'll see, man. It just you know, you just want them to Make a, see some progress, man. I, I just think a playoff appearance would just do so much for everyone attached to this team. The players, ownership, coaches, front office staff, fans, alumni. We just need we just need a glimmer of hope. And I think a playoff appearance gives us that. Speaking of hope, the commanders have a new mascot that they're gonna unveil on Sunday. A pig. Pig without a name. No surprises there, right? I, you know, I'm disappointed. I was team dog. Uh, yeah. You know, yeah. I was, but I was also team Red Wolf or yeah. Wolf or any dog uh, team name. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, it's not a surprise that I'd be like, oh, let's go for a pig. But yeah, um, yeah I mean, it looks like uh, I, I'm I'm curious. Uh, first of all, have you seen what they, they tried out there? What Did you like it? I mean, I just saw that silhouette, you know, with with I guess the pig with the wiggly wiggly. Well, I don't know it was a pig with a with a with an army helmet on. I just like want to know who's going to start suing them first. Will it be Peta? Will it be? Well, we already know the hogs. They they're frustrated with them. Yeah. <laughs> Will it be Piggly Wiggly? Will yeah. it be uh, you know um, Disney for uh, Porky Pig? Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's a Disney property, right? Yeah. Um, uh, so it's like, come on, man. I just think, you know, I, I, here's here's the thing that we we always talk about on this show, how the team chases nostalgia and hard, hard. And this seems like a reach because you so, know, did the te- so did the team. So did the hog said that yeah. like you've done nothing. Right. You're about to get seven billion dollars. Yeah. Uh, on on our likeness. Thank you very much. Yeah. You know, it's it's like it's like that. I mean, like you can't thread the needle anymore, right? So, and every oh. time that they try to thread the needle, 
and connected a pass, they've 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 missed a mark, right? They just have. <laughs> Look at the Sean Taylor Memorial for the fourth yeah. time getting fixed. Yeah. yeah, I actually saw that uh, when I went to the Giants game and everything like that. So they had it in the uh, in that you know the the end zone side of okay. the stadium. Yeah. So I mean, it's you know I it, it, I think what it is again, like I think that if they just would have said a tribute to Sean Taylor and not said the word statue, I think that'd have been okay. Uh, it didn't look bad. Memorial, was, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was lit up and everything like that. I mean, everyone respects Sean, but again, it's like I think that there's. I really feel like there's just a disconnect between what the fans want and what the team is able to execute. Well, and that's it's what, what really what what they should have done versus yeah. what they did. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you. I, the thing is, is that this this is one of the oldest franchises in the NFL, right? 1932 so we're 90 years old as a um as a franchise there's a lot of memories there's a lot of legacy there's a lot of traditions you know and 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 this fan base let's be honest we've been been taking it on the chin right because the the prime said the oh wow (laughs) (laughs) um um i mean the primary consumers of this team our fans we didn't want the name change but we took it on the chin and we've been wanting to win games and they haven't been doing that. We've been taking it on the chin, you know? So now we got this, another reach to nostalgia. And then the group, the players who actually were the hogs, like, no, thank you, sir. Uh, well, take- I mean, look, here's the deal. They are guys that made anywhere from 20 to $60,000 yeah. a year. Mm-hmm. Playing those years, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I think what Theismann said that I think that the 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 bonus for making it to the playoffs or something like ten thousand or fifteen thousand dollars, like mm-hmm. it wasn't the money wasn't what it is today, right? And yet they're getting ready to see a guy who was not the owner then, yeah. has done zippy with them since, right? Has only cost them, yeah, the, the name and everything like that. Has treated them. Relatively poor, with mm-hmm. the exception of just a handful of players. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, let's not forget, is about to get over $7 billion um, for something that he had no business in. Mm-hmm. I could see them being like, yeah, I don't need to be a part of this. Like, yeah. I, I I would feel the same way. Like, why are you making money off of my likeness, my property? Right. My hard work, my tears. Um, how many of these guys, like I know like Joe Jacoby here, uh, you know, Jeff Bostic. I mean, look, these all guys have launched businesses afterwards. They were coaches mm-hmm. in local high schools. Like, mm-hmm. but they weren't like, they're not like money, money, money. Like these guys are today. Like they don't have, a lot of them don't have like intergenerational wealth. Mm-hmm. Like the players do right now that yeah. are not like blowing it on everything that they have. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, they're definitely. I they mean, made it all, afterwards, right? I mean, they work. I mean, they're definitely you know working class type individuals. They were uh, then. They are now. They yeah. Are, yeah. Exactly. And I think the other thing, like I, I, I think about Joe Jacoby in particular, right? It's like, so here's a guy who should be in the Hall of Fame, right? And I look at some of these offensive linemen like Alan Fanica, Tony uh, Munoz, and uh, Tony uh, 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 Tony Baselli, and none of those guys. To a man, none of the none of those offensive linemen 
have the pedigree that Jacoby has. Like this guy was left tackle in the 1980s where he went up against players. Oh, dare I say, uh, Lawrence also Taylor. in the hall of fame. Yeah. <laughs> Lawrence Taylor and yeah. Chris Dolman and Reggie white, you know, yeah. just, you know, just you know, uh, Ed too tall Jones. I mean, yeah. guys like that, you know, and he's not in the hall of fame. And I'm, you know, and I'm pretty sure some of that's wrapped up in the frustration as well, because it's like, the team's reputation has been so tarnished over the years under the, the Snyder uh, regime that we didn't have the political capital to get someone like Jacoby over the finish line. Like, really, that whole offensive line should be in the Hall of Fame, if you ask me. Absolutely. No, I, t- you're 100 percent right. I mean, yeah. that's it, it, it is political. Yeah. yeah. You've got to have those votes. Right. And for 20 years, they didn't. Yeah. And as a result, you've got now where a lot of the guys that are voting, mm-hmm. they weren't watching those games in the eighties no. and the nineties. No. You know, they, they grew up watching football in the two thousands and the, in the mid two thousands and, yeah. and now the teens. And so they don't have any context no. for what they only see. Like, Hey, I see a guy on Sunday. Well, of course he's good. Well, I covered him during the, his time. Well, well, of course we all think that, that, you know, that's good. Like that'd be a guy like, I would equate it to like J.J. Watt. If J.J. Watt had played in the 1980s mm-hmm. and for somehow got in a guy in 2010 or 2020 is having to decide if J.J. Watt should be in the Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. You go, well, why is he not already? Well, he, you know, he, he, right. it's a good question. It's like, well, I guess he wasn't that good to get in there. Mm-hmm. And now he's gone up against all the other guys who are the prior generation players Yeah, who you're up against, like, you know, dudes that played in the thirties and forties and fifties right? where he should have been in long time ago. No, I, I I agree with you a thousand percent on that. It's very political and hopefully a new owner can, can get that squared away because that's uh, um, something that's been long overdue. Yeah. And I think like, like we said before, um, like when you look at, uh, it it was a team, it was a team this week where they unveiled a play. Oh, no, it was it was NBA. Dallas Mavericks. Dallas Mavericks. Oh, yeah. Was, they, the Dirk. Uh, they unveiled a statue for Dirk Nowitzki. They won one championship. One. Yeah, and, and Sean Taylor's uh, only has a wire frame from Dick's Sporting Goods. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. This is the problem with the whole thing that they've right. messed up so far. Yeah, exactly. And, see, and, and and again, like I said before, our fans, they, they don't watch just Washington Commanders football or or football in general. They watch sports. So they look at these other teams. Like I mean, I'll even take another take another page out of that. Sam Mills. Sam Mills is a, exactly a good, Sam, a good he's in, right. in front of Bank of America Stadium. Right. There's there's right. Sam Mills. And he has what? A statue, right? And Not, how many Super Bowls did he won with the Panthers? None. Zero. Right. Because they've never won a Super Bowl. Right. So, again, that's <laughs> like, so, again, that's like the issue. That's like the undercurrent of frustration mm-hmm. with this fan base is that you're trying to sell us a, you're telling you're selling what, us, you're, you're trying to sell us sugar, but instead you're selling us salt. Yeah, That's exactly. really what you're doing. Yeah. Or, like, yeah. It's, it's it's not this is salt. No, yeah. it's it's sugar. No, it's, that's that's the, that's sugar. It's just the wrong years. Yeah, it's yeah. the year after sugar. Yeah, it's just the, it's it's eighty three, eighty eight, and uh, ninety three. That's those those are the sugars. 
<laughs> you know, yeah. and I think what it is is that it creates that line of demarcation with, between the fans and the team because, again, like, I think um, when we, you know, whenever the Snyder era ends, you know. Cannot be soon enough. Yeah. I mean, people are saying they're going to call this the dark ages. You know what I mean? <laughs> Um, I believe it. You know, they're going to call I it, believe the, it the dark Jeez. ages of, of Washington. Um, I will go and parade down South Capitol Street. And when, as soon as the new owner is announced and installed mm-hmm. and voted on, mm-hmm. I feel like there will be a parade. Right. Like where they, they just won a Super Bowl down right. South Capitol Street. Right. And I will be there. I will take off work. I will fly up to D.C. I'll burn up my airline miles. I have 90,000, 97,000 airline miles. You'll, you'll, you'll stay at the, uh, you'll stay at the uh, downtown. I stay at the Ritz-Carlton um, when, I, when I stayed uh, in uh, Ritz-Carlton, Georgetown, because mm-hmm. uh, money. Uh, no, my, my girlfriend's got the hookup. Right. Um, but, uh, yeah, no, I will, we will go up there. We'll take off work. Mm-hmm. I will dress in full burgundy and gold. I will wear mm-hmm. bloody glitter. I will do everything. I don't care if it's March or February, late February after we get back from our trip. I will mm-hmm. be out there in full body glitter, burgundy and gold, freezing my you-know-what's off, mm-hmm. celebrating it. Anybody except for Daniel Snyder and Elon Musk owns this team. Right. And then we can go forward and be successful. Right, right, That's right. It. And if it's Dale Jr., oh my gosh, I will be I'll be on top of the party bus right. in my body <laughs> glitter. <laughs> well, who do you and, think is uh, gonna be in that who do you think is gonna be in that ownership group, though? Uh, I don't know. I mean, yeah. I, who I, I a bunch of rich guys. That's who it's gonna be. Yeah. So yeah. he probably a bunch of people that we never even heard of. Yeah. Um, you know, like legit wealthy, stupidly wealthy people. Um right. somebody once told me like a billionaire is a failure of government policy. <laughs> like, yeah, that's probably true. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you're going to have legit, legit wealthy people. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's just limited to Jeff. I think Jeff Bezos is the big target because yeah. he's got, you know, we know how much money he has thanks yeah. to the divorce. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that there are legit other really, really wealthy people that can go in and buy this team and, and, mm-hmm. There have been a few names circulated. I just, you know, and the bids are due Friday before Christmas mm-hmm. for the first round and right. north of seven bills. So, mm-hmm. I mean, it's happening. Yeah. It's happening. And I think that's going to be our, I, I tell you, I don't, I hate to be like the guy that's like, I don't really care what happens, but I kind of like, that's my Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We will, we will meet, we will rally, we will have drinks, we will. Mm-hmm. get drunk we will be not working the next day because we're going to be celebrating the news that hopefully the dark ages are over yeah it'd be, it'd be, yeah that, that's gonna be a very interesting day i i i think i mean the off season will be exciting winning off the field yeah winning off the field whatever what if bruce allen reemerges with the new ownership group though oh god no like he comes back like like the ultimate goon, like <laughs> WWE, like comes out like I'm back, you know. Like right. I did congressional testimony and mm-hmm. and and I'm back to ruin this franchise one more time. Like ah. at that point, I at that point I'm out. I will right. I will become a Miami Dolphins or Carolina Panthers fan. Like I'm just I'm out. I'm done. Mm-hmm. I can't do that anymore. Right. Yeah, they got. I mean, to, well, whoever buys this team, you know, whoever the new owner or the ownership group is, um, 
they got a lot of work to do. They got a lot of work to do. Oh yeah, you're gonna have and, to you're gonna have to sell the fans. Yeah, you're that you're not gonna fans. be like the old guy. Yeah, exactly. So there's going to be some stewardship, you know, out of this world and everything. I kind of feel bad because, you know, because I feel like, you know, as much as Dan Snyder is reviled and he has done an, an admirable job of he's done it to that, himself. Yeah, he, yeah, I mean, he like he earned that, like he did that himself. Right. I yeah. feel I really feel as though that if Dan would have deferred to Tanya uh, a lot earlier in the um the process i think they would be in a much much better situation because she's a much no. much more palatable personality i mean that's i think that's what opinion. they hoped i think that's what they hoped i think her i think her ass getting booed during the panthers game i'm sorry the packers game mm-hmm. i think was a wake-up call i mean the reality right. is is like if you are somebody and i'll just i'll i'll kind of equate it like this like if you're somebody who was sexually traumatized yeah and i think like you kind of looked at somebody would be your advocate yeah. And it turns out that somebody that you hope would be your advocate is just pushing the same company line mm-hmm. as everyone else. Right. And it's just passing the buck. And you really haven't seen the change that you'd hope for. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think that that's enough change. Right. Um, I don't think Tanya, you know, because Dan has been there the whole time. Dan, yeah. He's still going to be a part of it. Yeah. Like, that's just that's kind of window dressing. And that's mm-hmm. not window dressing that can serve anyone. Yeah. I feel like that there was something recently where they tried to like some either organization or team or something, try to pull one over like that. Mm-hmm. And it was like, immediately they had to go turn around and, and it was like maybe a day or two. It was like, Oh, just kidding. And, it, and I can't, I can't remember the top of the top of my head, like what it was, mm-hmm. but I feel like there was a scenario in the last few years where what, it was like, this is inter- this guy. And he was to- totally terrible. What's interesting because I kind of look at the whole situation with Twitter and Elon Musk and <laughs> and like he's he's done such a a marvelous job you yeah. know is that his his company that, post. The, the company <laughs> that he's really making money off of the his business business Tesla the stock is tanking well right? cuz he's been shown to be the emperor with no clothes yeah exactly exactly yeah. so i say all that to say that whoever decides to buy this team they got to understand like the um, the corporate responsibility angle, the stewardship angle, earning that goodwill from the fans angle, you know, developing those relationships with the media angle. Like it's almost like it's a political, it's an ongoing political campaign because you have all these highly opinionated institutions, the fans, the media, the government, you're 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 in the seat of the, the franchise is in the seat of power of the most powerful nation on earth, and I think that so there's a lot of personalities in the political space and the corporate space uh, with the fans that wield influence in regards to what your your perception is going to be with the fans specifically, but the broader community as a whole. So you're not just coming into any NFL team. Like you need to understand the environment that you're operating in. And if I think that if Dan made a mistake, he did not take that into his calculations when he bought this team. Oh, well, no, I mean, you remember back, like he bought the team. He said, I'm a fan. And we all were like, oh, that's great. And even uh, George Shagley said, like, he's the perfect quote, the perfect person to own this team. Right. Even though Joe Gibbs was one of the buyer, it was in one of the buyer groups, even though you had uh, uh, John Cook 
uh, yeah. Jack's son was, um, uh, you know, the former GM of the team was, mm-hmm. or, or, or I guess, uh, or, or I guess team vice president was in one of the other ownership groups. Mm-hmm. No, no, it was Dan Snyder. And it was yeah. because Dan Snyder was willing to pay so much more than what the Cleveland Browns had just sold for. Yeah. Um, but yeah, but, it but, is. But, but long-term strategy, you know, you know, he, he won't be the owner anymore, but he's, he's going to win because he didn't, he didn't promote it to actual billionaire. He didn't, he didn't, he didn't pay a billion dollars to get this team, but he's 800 be, million. He's yeah. And he's going to get billion. 7 billion. And, yeah. and so he can, he can buy seven of his yachts. Yeah. He can buy multiple planes and, uh, he can, and he can still be a fan. He'll have his, he'll have his box. It'd be That's funny if he does, if he actually, I don't think he'll ever, I think he'll be living off the south of France. All right. Yeah. If let's, let's play a stupid game. Uh, okay. If you are, and then we'll actually talk uh the Browns. If you are Daniel Snyder and you went and you get $7 billion, um, what's the first thing you're buying? Uh, I'm buying my own island. <laughs> buying a legit island. Yeah. yeah a legit island. Yeah, you'd be like no, Greece. You're mine now. Yeah, no Stop Snyder land. Get out. No, no, no. Sicily, you're mine. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Nice. I want. Uh, I don't. Nice. And I don't like pizza. So leave. Yeah, Snyderopolis. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. I'm running the Sims here. Yeah, and no extradition treaty to the United States. <laughs> Exa- oh yeah, there you go. What What's the first thing Tanya does with that seven bill? File for divorce. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say too. <laughs> She's going to say 3.5 is mine. Thank you yeah. very much. Because I already think like they're already kind of semi like, on the outs anyway. I mean, I mean the, fu- the funny thing that Tanya could do, like if I was Tanya, you know, and make, Dan- check in a, make it out to no, me. There's two checks, please. What I would do is I would just walk around the house. Like whenever he makes me mad, I'll just say half. Mm. And, he, and like and he'll just do whatever you want. That's what I'll say. Be like half, you know, yeah. that's all you can say. And he knows that he needs to get get right. So. No, I think I think that the, they feel like, and I don't know anything about. Mm-hmm. It just seems like kind of when you follow certain things and you just kind of watch certain things, it feels like that there are two people that kind of live parallel lives, but somehow yeah. are still linked together. And maybe I mean, it's because you know, she's like, "I'm gonna get my payday." Because he's rich. Gonna, rich. Well, he will be. I don't yeah, think yeah. he's that rich now. I don't. I I no. truly believe just seeing the things that we have mm-hmm. seen and knowing the things that we kind of already know. Mm-hmm. I don't think. As rich as that he makes himself out to be, I think no. he's kind of like one of these paper millionaires. But I, I think he's like on the verge of bankruptcy at any at any moment. Any moment. And so I think it's. Um, I, I think it. I, I mean, I, I hate that, to relate it, but I think he's kind of very much like uh, uh, Trump in that. In that, it's like it's all kind of smoke and mirrors until yeah. he's about to get like seven billion actual dollars. Yeah. Is and and not have to buy a stadium, and that's the yeah. other thing. He didn't have to do the stadium. Yeah. And he gets the money for it. Yeah, that's winning at life. So let me ask you. A, so let me ask you a question, right? So let's fast forward. The team is sold real quick. You know, new owners. Does DC become a player in the new stadium sweepstakes? At the sure. Point? Well, I mean, if they've how much money does the guy have left? Yeah. You know, and 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 who can redesign and redevelop that that stadium? neighborhood i mean if you think about like that neighborhood over there is like where i mean it's changed a lot but i i think like the old heckinger like plaza mm-hmm. over there is not too too far i mean it still can be a little rough 
Mm-hmm. And the and the the city actually has like real needs, like as every yeah. city does, right? There's yeah. homeless problems. There's, yeah. um, you know, you 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 want to attract as many people downtown. So I mean, this is a good thing. But mm-hmm. essentially, you're you have a stadium that's only going to be used like eight nine times a year, maybe some concerts. But I mean, you have a baseball stadium that only gets used that gets used a lot more. Yeah, you've got a soccer stadium that gets used a lot more. Um, do you really need, do you really need a NFL stadium? Well, I think you kind of want one. Yeah. Um, for sure. Well, you know, have, I, I, I think, I, I think they are, but I think it's not going to be like a automatic giveaway because you still need Congress Yeah. to, to sign off on it. Yeah. And, and who knows that, that there's going to be someone in Congress going to be like, yeah, I don't really think this should be. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I mean, me personally, I would like for the, the stadium to be back in the city. So I do too. Look, yeah. I that would be my preference. I would love it at RFK. Mm-hmm. I'd love to see the whole neighborhood re- redeveloped. Mm-hmm. I think what we've learned since RFK was th- then and gone is that you don't need like mountains of parking lot, like no. acres and acres of dormant parking lot. And so you could legit have a very nice stadium yeah. with n- absolutely no parking, similar to what they do here, similar yeah. to what they do in Indy, in a lot of cities now, uh, uh, Minneapolis of all things, you know, like uh, a block away from the stadium, uh, my company that I work for uh, has a bunch of our offices. Like- I think a, I think a lot of, I think a lot <laughs> of, sta- I think a lot of stadiums are moving away from like that. Parking, no, parking is stupid. Yeah. It's 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 such a low commodity, yeah, uh, and it's a waste. Mm-hmm. Like you don't you don't need it. You can put your parking underground mm-hmm. and put a building on top, and it's making money all year long, as opposed mm-hmm. to as opposed to eight times a year mm-hmm. or whatever. You know, people are commuting in. Like it, it's such it's so stupid. So anyway, that's just my uh, opinion. All right, let's talk Browns because, I mean, it's the game that uh, it, this is what it all comes down to. you got to yeah. beat the Browns. Uh, first game I ever saw as a Redskins fan back in um, 1991 was the Browns. Um, I saw it at RFK, of all places. Mm-hmm. Uh, we won that game, too. So, huge fan. Um, so, two to, so, the Browns in the last four games, the only last four games that matters because that's when Deshaun Watson have been playing. They're yeah. two and two. And, you know, Deshaun Watson really has been a, I don't want to see it non-factor, but I mean, you can clearly see like the rust and the, yeah. uh, the massage oil is kind of making it a little hard for him to throw the ball. <laughs> He's only 57% passer. Um, you know, two, two touchdowns, three interceptions, one rushing touchdown on top of yeah. that. Uh, but really their offense has been, um, you know, Nick Chubb is a stud and mm-hmm. uh, he's Brian Robinson, but better. Yeah. Um, and Cream Hunt is also still very, very good. Right. Um, and, you know, the edges, I think getting getting Chase Young back is going to be um, critical. Chase mm-hmm. and Montez. Uh, and then that that offensive our defensive line crashing down and being able to not allow Watson to run or slip out of their hands. Mm-hmm. You know, because of <laughs> yeah, being kind of yeah. All right, uh, so anyway, um, <laughs> that's, 
that's why you want to talk about Cleveland so much, right? You know. Yeah. No. I mean, I've got uh, I've got a few more that um, yeah. <laughs> we could kind of keep going through. You know. Well, you know, what I think if if if, if Washington's um, offense can work out the knots, um, uh, uh, you know, it, uh, and, and so their offense is, is clicking on all cylinders. I think that will go a long way. So. But, yeah, you know. no, I think so. I think he's a. Uh, I think Washington could very much, um, could very much, uh, could, you know, they they could dominate well on Sunday. So Cleveland's yeah. good at running. Um, right. Their defense, their run defense, is not not as good as as right. uh, Washington's, right. um, but their pass defense is good. Right. So it's like, okay, maybe this is like, this is what Washington is good at. Right. Um, is running the ball and you don't need Carson to go out there and try to win the game for you. Right. Um, but who knows? Um, well, that it could be, it could be tough on Sunday. I mean, yeah. th- this is, this is a do or die situation. Two teams that basically don't want to run the ball. Right. Uh, or sorry, don't want to throw the ball. Yeah. Um, but one can. Yeah, uh, but it looks like Amari Cooper, uh, their stud receiver, of course, who's who's kind of been around. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he's he's do not practice or limited, um, so we we may not see him. But we've also, as I said, uh, to start, we've got. Um, no, this is this is not good for our um, Thursday participation. So, um, do not practice. Uh, uh, Sadiq Charles, well, he he barely uh, out there anyway. He's got a concussion though, so that's it's probably not good. He's got a he's got a clear pretty quick. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bostic's out. Um, Derek Forrest is out. Um, uh, Antonio Gibson has not practiced. Uh, Wes Schweitzer did not practice. Um, James Smith Williams, he's got a concussion. Um, Schweitzer, of course, he's got an illness, um, but also. Uh, BSJ is also noted as saying is he's got an illness. I'm uh, sorry, Derek Forrest has got an illness. So there's something going around. Mm-hmm. Um, so you basically have uh, one, two. So you've got a couple cornerbacks uh, your, and your your safeties. Um, so you're, you're out Forrest and Cam Curl, who is limited. Um, and uh, Andrew Norwell has tackled himself, but yet he managed to stay. Uh, he's he's lim- he's full. Mm-hmm. He was full. Thank goodness. Um, Chase Young's full, uh, even though he did not practice on Wednesday. Uh, Shaka Tony's still uh, a, he's back to practice. So and Brian Robinson, uh, Brian Robinson, of course, got roughed up a little bit last game, and um, his carries went down. But I mean, that's not great. Um, yeah. A lot of guys have not practiced since playing Sunday night. Right. Um, or Saturday, sorry, um, yeah. Saturday. So that's a long time. That's like an extra day. Yeah. And that extra day hasn't meant that we're any healthier. Yeah. Well, hopefully Washington can find a way of securing a victory and preventing Deshaun Watson from having a happy ending. And um... Oh, boy. You know you're going there. <laughs> I had to. Back to Please. taking it on the chin. Right. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, you're yeah. going to have the Rashard Wild Goose, uh, uh, you, you know, Danny Johnson as your yeah. as your safety and uh, and your corner. That's going to be that's going to be harrowing. Would you wear a jersey with wild goose on the back of it? <laughs> if he goes out and 
It's balls out on Sunday. I will buy a Rashard Wild Goose jersey. Right. I will I will do that. And I will wear it to the new owner parade where I will be in body glitter <laughs> on South Capitol Street. Oh God. Yeah. That's hilarious. And that is that is absolute truth. Hold me to that. I I will my all my money is in on a Rashard Wild Goose jersey. <laughs> if he balls out, only if he balls out. And only if, if he's he balls it, out. only if he if he comes out like his usual Rashard Wild Goose mm-hmm. uh, uh, plays, which have been um, kind of you know not, not great. Yeah, I mean better than me out there. But yeah, not, not great. Um, but that shouldn't be that shouldn't be the standard better than you because you know you, it should be that's what you, it is it's like you don't, that's you how don't, I rate all players you don't belong it, are they in better the than me yeah. are they are they, are they better than a forty year old fat guy <laughs> <laughs> the answer is no right and uh, they shouldn't be on the field yeah so yeah. Uh, any final thoughts before we go into another year or this is will be the last podcast of twenty twenty two. Well, I mean, I think um, hopefully this is th- this we, we get to go, you know, a few more games into 2022. Hope we mm-hmm. get to talk playoffs. Uh, mm-hmm. I hope that uh, um, uh, our new mascot, J.D. Hogg, will do well um, and that that the commanders don't end up getting cooked like bacon on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I just I. I kind of, this is it, man. I mean, this is what the whole season is for. You've played enough games to make yourself relevant. And what I said at the beginning of the season was just be relevant, right? Like, yeah. yeah. Be, take, be taken seriously. Be a factor. Yeah. This is it. So this is it. This is yeah. what you work for. You know, you could have been, a, you could have been a factor a long time ago, but nope. The, the interesting thing that, you know, kind of reinforces that when I when I went to NFL.com and I was looking at playoff scenarios and they had Washington Commanders playoff scenario, Washington wins and Seattle, Green Bay, and I think Detroit loses and we and we're in, you know, so it's it's, it's a very real possibility that we could win this game this weekend and those other three teams lose. We could clinch this weekend. Right. So, yeah, a, if we, a, we could clinch this weekend. If the Lions who play the Bears lose, right. If the Packers who play the Vikings at Lambeau, mm-hmm. if they lose, right. And the Seahawks who play the Jets, who you know, Mike White mm-hmm. may have to, you know, you may be rooting for a little old Mike White there. Yeah. Uh, you know, so that that those are your scenarios. So the, I'm- the Giants, though, they if they beat the Colts or the Commanders lose, and all those teams lose, they win. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're in. So, I mean, well, I'm definitely going to be rooting for Kirk Christian rock uh, uh, cousins to beat the Packers and Lambo. He'll be listening to DC talk on the sidelines. Like mm-hmm. Jesus freak. <laughs> what will people do if they see that's a, that's an old, uh, yeah, that's, that's way back. That's a youth group at high school. Oh, Lordy. Uh, yeah, man. But, and, um, um yeah, I, I yeah, I hope he's rocking out in his van before the game. I hope he gets all fired up, listens yeah. to Toby Mac. Yeah. Hope he comes out there and uh, and does well. But you know, similarly, I think uh, we have our own Jesus freak at uh, in uh, um in <laughs> Carson Wentz. He saw his his cause, his cleats, I guess, or whatever, were like Bible verses. Right. Uh Taylor Heine's out here buying 
shoes with the opponents he's beaten and and uh uh Carson Wentz is out of here buying Bible verses on Nike, so whatever. Well, uh, cl- whatever well, they'll put anything on there, I guess. Well, you know, well, good for them. Clearly Heineke has won a locker room because he actually wears J's and buys them for his teammates. So Yeah. Uh, what did Carson and, uh, get him like uh I, I got you a good lesson, young man. Yeah, here's, I, I, you know uh, what? You just got me to thinking. I mean, before we get off, it's like this is part of like the starkest contrast of two starting quarterbacks in a game we've seen in a long time: Deshaun Watson and Bill Cosby, and yeah. and, and and Jerry Farwell. In, in <laughs> no, nah, that's not a good one. Could be. I mean, yeah. I mean, possibly. Who knows? I mean, no, no. I think you. I'll say. I'll. I'll say Joel Olstein and Carson Wentz. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Olstein, yeah. Olstein versus Cosby. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, yikes. Know. Or what? I, like my my son found these videos. Like my, my you know, he's high school. Everybody's like finding all these videos, and mm-hmm. he's like, I can't believe. Like, and and we're grew up in doing church mm-hmm. stuff and he you know goes to church so it's not like we're sitting there always like mm-hmm. just but it, it he does find it funny like when he sees like you see the mind of a child a teenager and right. he's like looking at like wait people believe that this stuff like mm-hmm. uh and like yeah people believe that you could just knock somebody down and then you feel good again so mm-hmm. but um anyway um <laughs> here i am the religion major right. um but you, didn't you go to liberty i did yeah, I mean, they force fed you that kind of stuff, didn't they? I was a religious major. I mean, didn't you have to catch the Holy Ghost? To, uh, oh, the, the Holy Ghost. Pass your, uh, <laughs> pass your senior final or something like that? I've got some, I, I got some stories about Liberty mm-hmm. that, um, but I, uh, let's just say that I will, my child will not be going to Liberty. Um, and if you want to learn more about it, just watch the, uh, that, uh, God forbid, uh, documentary on Hulu. But, um, Oh yeah, that's that. I I think I'll burn in hell if I watch that documentary. <laughs> it's good. Yeah. It's good and very true. But yeah. um, anyway, I just um, yeah. I I hope that look. I think for real real talk here, I think this is the most important game Carson Wentz has ever played in. Aside, you know, he didn't get a chance to play in the playoffs with the Eagles. He yeah. didn't get a chance to go to the Super Bowl and play as a player. He went as a you know a player on reserve. Mm-hmm. Um. This is the most important game, period, end of story. And I told, totally forget that he is a Super Bowl champion, but he but he didn't got a ring. play the game. Got a ring. Yeah, but this is this is kind of like, you know, if you think back to the day, like before a lot of, uh, you know, if you're a, a, a young millennial, mm-hmm. you don't remember, you know, Jay Schrader uh, being... <laughs> No, you know, Jay, there was a we had a quarterback yeah. that the fans all called for. They Doug Williams just don't got it, yeah. and we got one Jay Schrader, and then you know, uh, Jay was in there, and then Joe had to go pull him out, had to put in Doug, and Doug goes and wins the Super Bowl. So, I mean, there's yeah. always the backup quarterback is the most popular guy mm-hmm. in Washington since forever. Right. And I hope that this time that that like Doug came in and saved the day, got him to the Super Bowl. I hope that this is what Carson can do for us and not like, um, well, all the other times that backup quarterbacks come in, like, I don't know, Todd Collins and mm-hmm. uh, everybody else we've had through here. Uh, uh, mm-hmm. Shane Matthews, remember he was a quarterback, uh, Danny mm-hmm. Werfel. Um, geez, uh, Jeff George, uh, mm-hmm. I guess at one time was quarterback. Uh, yeah. Rex Grossman, we had Rex Grossman behind Donovan McNabb. We had that, uh, 
Ooh, geez. Uh, oh, everybody talk, in the last talk about all, the dark ages. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and then we can go through just literally since Alex Smith. Yeah. Uh, how many people we've had? But mm-hmm. um, no, I think this is the most important game of his career, and I'll be rooting for him. I'll be rooting for all of them because uh, yeah, it's better when we win, and then we get to talk about. Uh, why in the world the commanders would send out a thing that says welcome to the hog pen referring to their own stadium because that just seems like just seems like really you're gonna call FedEx field out like that your there, own stadium there was nobody there, there was no one in the marketing department will stop 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 yeah <laughs> yeah that? yeah is that a shot at Fred Smith I don't know but boom yeah. boom <laughs> just saying anyway. Yeah. All right. Well, I guess we'll see if any of that happens. We'll talk about it next week, and then it'll yeah. be 2023. Yeah. And uh, we'll be one step closer to the playoffs or one step closer to a new owner or one step mm-hmm. closer to a new coach or one step closer to a new quarterback. Right. Uh, and we have to do this all over again. What is it? Was it Synthesis that uh, rolled? Oh, the, 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 he pushed the, the rock, rock up the hill. He pushed the rock up, down. and it comes back on yeah. him, and, and yeah. you know, he does it over again. For eternity. Um, He's still doing yeah. Yeah, right for now. eternity, um, I think they really that should have been the icon that we should be living under because that's where <laughs> we've been for the last 20 years. Right. So, anyway. Till next week. Till next time. <laughs>